Welcome, everyone, to another edition of the Rambling Rush Podcast. I'm your host, Rush Bishop, and especially for the YouTube audience, as you can see, uh, it's just me today. Thought it was time for another ramble, the sixth ramble, I guess seventh, if you're including the State of the Union I recently did. So, and hey, quick reminder before we get into it, uh, please subscribe to the YouTube channel and any promotion would be great. I really appreciate it. Still trying to build this thing and going to continue to try to build this thing. And that's what leads me to what I wanted to talk about today with everyone is I've been hearing from a lot of people, and this is a question I ask myself all the time. Maybe not all the time, but I've asked it a fair amount, is what is my singular purpose? What is my purpose on this earth? Now, I think this question's a little different for from what's the purpose of life. This is more of that singular, like the purpose of life is kind of that general question is what's the purpose of this and that and the other thing. But no, I, I want to talk about what's my purpose. I have a story from this previous weekend that I think will help build out that formula. This past weekend, my girlfriend and I, we were visiting some friends up in Pennsylvania and there was an air show going on and I've never been to an air show before. Maybe I went to one as a kid. Um, If I did, I don't really remember. I mean, I've seen airplanes and aircrafts fly over sports stadiums and Uh, maybe walking about, uh, especially growing up in DC, you see cool things like that all the time. But I've never been to an air show where there's acrobatics being performed. So this was this past Sunday, and it was was awesome. It was was a great time. Um, We, friends of friends, had this hangar at the airport that they were renting out. And basically what we could do is kind of tailgate there and then walk to the runway. And then the runway, you know, you're seeing all of it happen. And so we get there doing our thing, you know, have a couple drinks, get some food, you know, what you would do for, for any type of show. And we start making our way to the runway and we're, we're watching these planes and it's, it, w- it was really cool because it started out with World War II planes. So you can hear them. It, it definitely, if you've seen like a World War II movie, you hear those motors going and you're like, wow, that sounds exactly how it does in the movies. And it's pretty cool what they can do. Um, it obviously not to the extent extent part of me as you know the 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 fighter jets that they can do today, and those fighter jets. I mean, we saw it where it was going so fast that that circle that comes up where it can what is it like burst the speed of sound go faster the speed of sound. We saw it starting to form. I think the pilot had to chill out because if he bursts the speed of speed of sound. Uh, Everyone's eardrums might have, well, I wouldn't be doing this today. Anyway, so the way it would happen is these World War II planes would go, and it was pretty cool, and then a fighter would go, and then like back to like a World War II plane. So it would alternate back and forth. And of course, uh, the World War II planes, with them being a lot smaller, is they can probably get away with more things, like being closer to the ground, doing different um, acrobatics. Um, What was really cool in my guess is what they do for a lot of movies where they need to film like a plane crash fall down is this plane would like start from the top, right? Or, you know, wherever it was in the sky. And then it would just kind of fall and it was falling and doing like all these flips. And it it literally looked like it was crashing. Like someone shot it and it was just free falling. And at the very last moment, um, you know, whatever kicked right in, do what it would need to do. And then, you know, get back up in the sky, do a couple more tricks, and then kind of do the falling thing again. And 
remember watching that and I'm thinking, wow. And I'm, I don't think it was the alcohol talking. I mean, I'm sober right now and I still feel like I mean this, but you know, when you've been drinking a little bit, you get a little more like, oh, I, you know, I could do that. Um, obviously I couldn't do that from a pilot extent, but I wanted to, like, if a pilot came up to me, he's like, Hey, you want to go to do the next round with me? I'm like, I'm in. And of course that requires specific training and you probably have to build up a type of tolerance because those pilots, someone was explaining it to us is once they're going, they're like, I don't know how many G's it is, but there is, they are on that line between being in control and out of control. They, they find that perfect line, but Hey, I'm that guy that will go on any roller coaster, do anything like that. And I guess that's the, the YOLO in me. And yeah, it, it was just cool. So my girlfriend turns to me and she says, she's like, you'd really do that. I'm like, yeah, it'd be fun. She's like, but as a passenger, of course, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to fly that thing. And she's like, I don't understand how anyone could do that. How anyone could just go up in a plane. Basically what I was just saying is find that fine line of being in control and out of control and just stick to it and basically risking your life. And and I don't know what the probability, my guess is if you're putting on an air show, a kid-friendly show, uh, these pilots have, you know, know what they're doing. But it comes close to being like, whoa, wow. Like, you know, one thing like that and, and it could all be ruined. And I thought about that question for a second. Like, why would someone just be like, yo, let's, you know, let's go in the plane today. And then about a minute later, I said, because he's willing to die doing that. That is his life. That That's his passion. That's what he or she wants to do. They are perfectly content and fine with dying in that moment. I'm not saying it wouldn't be sad. I'm not saying they'd rather live and be with their families or do what they have going on. That is what they feel they are. God put them on this earth to do is to fly and do acrobatics and I guess just live free in that, in that sort of sense, you know, a girlfriend turns to me, she's like, yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense. I guess that's the only type of, I guess, prerequisite besides of course, all the training, but at least from that it would take to really do this and, and do it well. I'm going to table that for a second and, and, and get back to the pilot here in a little bit. Um, as you're starting to see is passion plays into, you know, finding your purpose in this life. So let me set up the formula for you and then we'll go back to the pilot story and I'll show how, how it comes together through the eyes of a pilot, right? So definitely the, the, you have to have passion. You know, no one who's scared or timid or not sure if they want to do it is going to an air show and just doing acrobatics, right? That is a professional and that is what they are meant to do. And that's what they're doing, right? And with passion, finding your passion, that's hard. I, I've talked about, and I, I never want to overdo it, but I, I talk about the podcast and finding passion and, you know, believing this is, you know, my passion and, and where I want to get to, you know, I've been passionate about working out and you can have multiple passions, but like the passion. And I think this is where people really stumble a lot 
because I do believe everyone is passionate about that one thing. Of course, you can have multiple passions, hobbies, anything like that, but that one thing, right? What's what's that question um, they say is, if you did not have to worry about money, what profession would you do the rest of your life? And whatever you answer is, that should be your profession. And you know, I agree with that to an extent, um, but I also, I think it would be stupid not to say money's not a factor in that as well. But, but to kind of find this, this passion, right? You have to be uncomfortable, you, you, especially if you don't know what it is. Some people are like, this is my passion. Okay, great. You already have step one because step one is find your passion. If you don't know what your passion is, I understand. I've been there before. I've always liked kind of speaking and doing things like this, but it took a while to, you know, come up with this setup, come up with this. I encourage you to expand, I guess, your knowledge, expand what you think you know. If a lot of, and and this isn't to the type of people I'm talking about, right? A lot of people will come home, you know, wake up, go to work fight traffic, come home, lay on the couch, order DoorDash, watch Netflix the rest of their night, pass out, wake back up the next day and do it again. That's a very comfortable life. And that's also a very miserable life. And maybe I'm not, and some people are totally fine living that way and have no intention of leaving. And even if they are miserable, right? Misery loves company. So they just plan to keep doing it. That's not the people I'm talking about. You know, I've followed the cycle of exactly everything I've laid out right there. And it is, I, I, it, it, I couldn't do it more than a couple weeks. So the people that know that they're stuck in this kind of rut, and I, you know, I brought up a very simple thing, but stuck in, I'm just doing comfortable. I know I need to do better, but I'm just keep staying in my comfort zone. That's who I'm talking to right now. Start thinking, what, what are some clubs you've always wanted to be a part of? Go online. We have the internet at our disposal, right? Try new things, whether it's recreation or a hobby or a, hey, I really like politics or, hey, I really like quilting or I really, and I I think, especially with the passion thing, it's not as hard to figure that out. Getting there is a different story and that's that's step two. But for those kind of figuring out what they're passionate about, Just really sit down with yourself and think, what are some things I haven't tried yet? What are some things I know I'm good at? What are some things kind of in my gut where it's like, you know, I kind of tried and I really liked it. Like I could see myself doing that. And that's on you. I, I can't really go too much further than that because we'd be here all day, right? Your your passion is on you. But I think most people really do know where they're trying to get to. It's just how you get there. And that's where step two comes in. We've all heard it a million times, right? You can't have your cake and eat it too. There's this, from a societal standpoint, from a human standpoint, from many large and small standpoints, there's this constant debate of short-term pleasure versus long-term pleasure, right? You know, we know it financially, you know, I could keep going out every night, you know, live paycheck to paycheck, but Hey, you know, I'm having fun every night. 
but you're probably not going on that week-long vacation, at least without going into debt, or you're not going you know, at the end of the month, or you can't save up for that thing because you're doing that, right? You're so into like, what's tonight? What's tonight? What's tonight? The long-term just ends up really not mattering because that's just by your actions, right? Actions speak louder than words. You could want these long-term things, but you got to start acting on it, right? So we all know the whole, you know, eating healthy versus eating bad. And you can apply the short-term versus long-term money investing, all that stuff. But that's not what I'm talking about right here and right now. You probably know, and trust me, I'm I'm a man of vices right now. I'm working hard right now to kind of give up one of my vices. Uh, I mean, nothing too destructive or anything, but just a thing that I know is kind of getting in the way of where I want to go uh, personally and professionally. So it's it's something I'm working at. So there's no judgment there. I'll be the first one to, someone said, hey, what's what's a vice you have? I could just start rolling them down. Um, but that, that long-term is going back to this, and I really didn't want to make this kind of about the podcast, but you know, you're listening here and I'm in the studio and it's the first thing that comes to my mind is I had to, I can't be a famous podcaster overnight. I found my passion. I love talking. I love communicating. I believe I have a message to say. I love sports. I love life. I love challenges. I love learning. I love talking to people. So, so I know what I want to do. I want to be a podcaster. I want to be a media. I want to be something like that, right? But what do I have to give up to get there? You have to give something up. And that's where the long-term pleasure comes in, right? What is long-term pleasure about? It's about giving up a lot of those immediate needs to get that ultimate goal, to get that ultimate job, to get that ultimate, hey, I am doing my life's purpose right now. So that's the formula right there. Passion plus long-term pleasure equals purpose. Going back to the pilot, how many hours do you think that pilot had to be up in the sky? Just not even doing acrobatics or flips or anything like that. Just how long did that pilot just, you know, have to take class, not even the pilot classes themselves, but did they have to be in the military first and kind of deal with basic training and then some type of specialty and then then they could go to pilot school um, and just learning basic pilot drills, just constantly doing those. And then once you do all those pilot drills, you know, what comes next in the process, probably more foundational or you're doing a type of job. Hey, now I got to do this kind of 10, 20 year career as a pilot, maybe even a commercial pilot. You know, I have to do that. And then it's like, okay, now I can do the more acrobatic type things or the type of flying specialty that, you know, I want to do, right? You have to build up in that. And that takes years. It can take decades. It can take a long freaking time is quick side note. I was listening to Mr. Beast, the biggest YouTuber in the world on Joe Rogan the other day. And he was saying, it's like, yeah, I just, I went at it for, for 10 years. I started at 13, 12, 13 years old. How much of that guy's childhood did, did he just give up? Not going to high school parties, not messing around, not, you know, he just, him and his buddies every day, what are we doing to get better? And so you think you're giving up like, oh, I'm giving up my high school years. I'm giving up my college years. I'm giving up, you know, okay. Uh, but now he's the world's biggest YouTuber and just bawling out with anyone he wants at any time. 
And now we probably all want that life, right? Every lot of famous basketball players, a lot of famous sports players, a lot of people that we watch for entertainment, they gave up their high school years. They gave up their college years. They gave up going out that Saturday night, that Sunday night, that they gave up a lot to be in front of you and entertain you. But then everyone wants their lifestyle, right? That's fine. I mean, hell, I want their lifestyle. I'm, I'm no one to talk. Figuring out, once you establish that passion, figuring out what it takes to get there. What's the pathway? What does it look like? What are you going to have to give up? What do you need to change in your lifestyle? Do you need to put down that drink, that joint, that even sports game going on? What? And the purpose of this podcast was more about, you know, guidance, not about me telling, hey, do this, do that, because this is very personal. And most likely, your gut is telling you what you already know and what you need to do to get there. It's hard. I'm not saying it's easy. But if I want to make a career out of podcasting, I have, right now, it's a gorgeous day outside. I want to be in a hammock somewhere, chilling out, probably enjoying a couple of vices and, and just being with people I love. What am I doing instead? Um, in an overheated room that's way too small, the air conditioning's not working and I'm, well, hopefully it's not showing on camera. Hopefully I'm not sweating right now. Anyway, to kind of start wrapping things up, everyone. Life is hard. Understanding where we need, want, and need to be at the end of this. It's hard. It's so hard. Most people never figure it out. But while, you know, a lot of this, we turn on the TV and see all this bad news that may be happening or this has gone wrong, we're coming out of the pandemic, but are we still, you know, it's on you. Don't let noise around you, things you can't control, distract you from what your purpose is. Do not let something you can kind of do at any time, anywhere, a night of drinking, you know, a night of partying, a night of, it can even be movies. Like if you're going to the movies or a night of Netflix, right? I mean, you're just sitting there watching a screen. You could still sit down and chill, but read a book on, and that that's my next Thing I'm, I'm working on. I got to start reading more. But to get what you want, you have to give something up. And as you know, that applies to health and fitness. It applies to financial. It applies to having a family. It applies to almost everything that is great on this earth is giving up that short-term pleasure for a little, maybe short-term pain even. Maybe it's hard. Maybe you have to break up with someone to do it. But I'll tell you what, is maybe you're okay with the relationship right now with that person, 
But if you believe you're with someone that will keep you from doing what you want to do, you're just going to end up resenting them. To close, or I guess in summary, right? I might have already said that. Oh, well. I like to ramble, as you guys know. Find the passion and map out the path. It's on you. You can figure it out. You will. And there's your purpose. That is your purpose. You'll get there. Love you all. Um, Hope everyone's doing well. Uh, Definitely trying to keep these coming. I want to get more rambles going. Uh, It's definitely different. This is my first like ramble ramble in front of a camera. And that definitely adds a layer I'm getting used to. But thanks everyone for your support. And looking forward to next episode. Have a good week, everyone. Love you.